work enough mm -hmm. in front of the camera till it's not scary anymore. Mm -hmm. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Red Fox Podcast, the show where we talk about all things production, video, and video marketing. My name is Bryce, and don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this video if you find this information interesting. I'm sitting down today with Faye. Say hey, Faye. Hey. Here we go. Faye, what are we talking about today? Today, we're talking about... so. Red Fox has been putting on a class for um, specifically for SMPS Kentucky. We're also yes. going to be putting out um, video classes for kind of the general public mm -hmm. coming later this summer. Very soon. Yes, very soon. Actually, they may be out by the time we um, air this one. Air, air this one. But cool. one thing that we wanted to talk about that we've had a ton of questions on is tips for talent. Mm. So if I am not going to hire an actual pro professional, pro an actual actor, an actual <laughs> professional actor. Yes. Um. If I want to act in my own video, if I yeah. need to be my own spokesperson, how do I act on camera? How mm. do I speak well? How do I move my hands not in a way that's wild? Excellent. Like, um, just digging into. So um, Bryce's background is in acting, yeah. which is specifically why he's going to take the reins yeah, on I'll this take, one. Yeah, I can, uh, <laughs> I'll tackle the ones on this one. Yeah, I, I've been an actor for a while. And um, while it is easy for people to get wrapped up in the theater of mm -hmm. the whole of the whole mess really acting is is fundamentally about communicating information mm -hmm. and communicating um in a compelling and interesting way um but in theory it's not to the it's not to serve the purpose of being interesting or being extravagant or right. Ooh, what, that, mm -hmm. that's not the point the purpose for any communication is to serve a greater purpose and mm -hmm. for theater and for film it's to live truthfully within imaginary circumstances yeah. um and for uh more corporate stuff more people who are stepping up to the camera to act on their own that's more so that's more so um living comprehensive of all of the truth that needs to be communicated right so that's probably how i how i would delineate the thinking but yeah mm -hmm. there are some pretty practical tips towards uh towards doing this uh lovely thing that we call on-camera performance. Mm -hmm. So that's that's the bulk of what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah, absolutely. So I think we could just start off with getting somebody comfortable in front of a camera, mm -hmm. getting somebody in kind of a headspace and a temporal space where they don't feel overwhelmed by looking into the lens. Because yes. I know even we, this is like podcast 112, I think, something yeah, like something that. Like that. Um, and I even sometimes like when I have to do the intro, as soon as I look into the lens, it's like my brain goes, Oh, you freeze, you freeze, and <laughs> what you need to say just disappears. I totally get it. I totally, and really, like anything else, it's a habit. Mm -hmm. It's a habit that you have to learn how to break. And it took me, I would say, like it, it took me like three years to really break myself out of the mentality of being aware that there's a camera on me. Mm -hmm. Now there's certain things that I, as an actor, I need to have, I need an awareness of the camera. Mm -hmm. Like I need to know where the camera is in relationship to right. me. Um, but when you're speaking directly into the camera, like it is obviously intimidating because mm -hmm. it's just this little black circle mm -hmm. that you're not, it, it's just this black square in front of you that you're not sure what to do with. Yeah. Um, and, and, and so I guess my first tip is to work enough mm -hmm. in front of the camera till it's not scary anymore. Mm -hmm. Really, it comes down to just doing it and doing it and doing it as much times as possible. Yeah. Putting your phone 
so the, so the worst habit that I see is that a lot of people record their videos on their phones mm-hmm. and they have this habit of wanting to place a uh, screen side towards them. Mm-hmm. They they want to do that because it actually allows them to see a familiar right. face, if, yeah. which even if it's their own. Um, you've really got to break that habit and start recording camera side towards mm. ta- camera uh lens side towards right. uh, towards themselves um, because that's just the one of the ways to break yourself of the habit of being naturally afraid of something that looks so odd and alien and unfamiliar. Yeah, I think even um, so like back before before Paul and I even started dating, he was always this camera nerd and would always have like we would go to a coffee shop as a group of friends and I'd be like working on homework or something and he would be like have his camera out like, like testing. I rented this camera. I'm trying to see how it works like and at first I was like, who is this kid and why is he in my face with this camera? But really, I think that um, it's kind of like the whole if you put a frog in normal water and then boil it, the frog doesn't notice that it's yeah. like getting. And so it's having that like if you even if your camera's off and you're just practicing talking to an off camera, like, yeah, getting that getting in the zone of communicating. Yeah. And like just. Um, I don't want to say desensitizing, but like making yourself be comfortable with just having a lens pointed at you and mm-hmm. not be like, huh. so if you need to run through a couple times where the camera's just off and you're just talking, to, talking it. to it. Yeah. But even then there's this little switch that mm-hmm. triggers in people. Once you hit the record button, it's like, oh, we're recording now. And and there's immediately yeah. this, this tension <laughs> covers the body and the mind and, mm-hmm. and you can't, you can't breathe. Mm. So tip number two is breathe, mm. continue to breathe throughout the course of the performance, throughout the course of the communication. Breathing helps remind you of your emotions. It reminds mm-hmm. you of where you're at. It helps organize your thoughts better. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, it helps you communicate more effectively as a human being. Yeah, absolutely. Um, tip number two is to breathe. Mm-hmm. I think tip number three would probably also to be still in, in the mindset of, of handling the camera in general. What I love to do when I interact with someone who's not on camera a whole lot, mm-hmm. um, if it's someone's first time or they just haven't spent a lot of time in the camera, I like to tell them to look past the camera. Mm. Um, there's there's a little corner just on the top, from my perspective, on the mm-hmm. top right-hand side of the mm-hmm. frame um, that if I can instruct them to look there and then if I'm the interviewer, mm-hmm. um, I will put my face like right yeah. there just on the other side of the lens just on just off the top right hand corner of the lens mm-hmm. so that my eye line is right there so they can talk directly to my eyes. Yeah. It looks a little different in frame, but not so different that it doesn't look like they're still directing their um directing their communication towards uh the camera itself. Right. And, and sometimes the the it's itself. helpful to have I know that um like Paul and I did one interview set where and we were doing so just a quick film term. You have direct to camera, which is when I'm looking at the lens and you have offset, offset which this podcast does both. If you're watching it on YouTube, Bryce and I talk to each other. Sometimes we talk to the camera. Um, Paul and I were doing an interview where the whole thing was shot in offset. And so it was really good because I got to sit across from the girl directly and she could just talk to me while the camera was filming yeah. her offset. And when we first started, I wasn't sitting there and she was just kind of like talking into space really and you could tell that she was kind of like, I like, uh, you know, and so having even if you have to ask somebody else on your team to come in and like sit so you can dialogue kind of through the camera mm-hmm. to them, like I find that to be really helpful. Oh, totally. Absolutely. And it's because we psychologically try to seek out things that look familiar. Mm. We try to seek out things that have similar human shapes and human yeah. faces. The camera just doesn't look like that. No. <laughs> and you need to 
if you are interviewing someone, mm -hmm. put a human face in front of the person who's struggling to talk on camera because yeah. it will go a long way towards making them more comfortable. Mm -hmm. um, so tip number one, spend a lot of time doing it. Mm -hmm. Tip number two, get familiar and continue to breathe mm -hmm. while on camera. Tip number three would be to um, imagine a face or imagine a yeah. person just beyond the lens. Um, and that's pretty much directing to the camera specifically. Right. Um, I guess my other category, my second category of interacting and a healthy tip to, to keep in mind would be um, bodily presence mm. on camera. A lot of people when they when I do consultations, when I'm interviewing them or they're just calling me being like, hey, how can I be more comfortable on camera? Mm -hmm. It's because they've watched themselves and they see little um, intricacies about their own behavior yeah. where they're like, ooh, I don't like the way my shoulders are twisted mm -hmm. in, in such a way. And some stuff can be adjusted. Some stuff can't be fixed. So I'm going to yeah. walk through a, one or two things that will help make you appear more comfortable on camera, even yeah. though mentally up here you might not be. Yeah, I know that every time I watch through, so we film these yeah. and then Jamie does kind of like a rough cut edit and then we watch through them before she does a final edit. And every time I watch myself, I'm like, I never smile. I just yeah. look so like deadpan and serious all the time. And I'm like, people probably think I'm like this like, kind of like <laughs> this is how things work type uh, a and that. i was like i'm actually really nice but in the podcast i just feel like every time i watch back i'm like smile i have got to smile oh, oh my man. goodness <laughs> it, yeah i honestly right right now when mm -hmm. i'm talking to you i have to create the blind spot this isn't the tip uh -huh. by the way i have to create a blind spot where the mm -hmm. camera is just to continue like having a normal conversation here and then yeah. i have to hijack my brain to say okay we're gonna talk to the camera yeah. now and i start like autopiloting into doing all of the things that I just talked about in mm -hmm. the previous section. Um, but one of the little intricacies that people really talk about mm -hmm. themselves when they when I do consultations with them is I really sway back and forth. Mm. Like I really do this thing and, and I just start this and you start getting away from the microphone. Especially if they're start, standing. Yes, absolutely. Because they like switch weight. Yeah, rarely does anybody really sway when they're when they're, when they're seated Sitting down. <laughs> that, that, man, yeah, they have some very interesting balance problems there. Um, but I think to really hone in on that, like mm -hmm. the only way to break a sway back and forth is to be intentional yeah. about not swaying back and forth. And it's it's really a mindset thing. Mm -hmm. Um, because what that communicates is that you're internally nervous mm -hmm. and you're internally afraid and you're yeah. seeking for a way out of a situation. Mm -hmm. Like your body mm -hmm. is actively trying to get out of that stressful or anxious mm -hmm. situation. So mindfully reminding yourself that this is not a threatening place. Being in front of a camera is not a threatening mm -hmm. situation or a threatening place to be in and really rooting yourself yeah. through your feet, through your hips. Some people have to root themselves all the way down into their chest and neck mm -hmm. area. But creating this mental image that you, are, you have roots that are rooting mm -hmm. yourself to the ground and you have no reason to sway because there's nothing threatening yeah. in that immediate space. And yeah. it's really about hijacking your brain's flight or fight response mm -hmm. to get yourself out of that situation. Yeah, that's really good. Okay, so my and my last tip for presence things specifically would be the the rule of the hand square. Mm. I don't always follow this rule when I'm doing theatrical stuff or I'm doing performance stuff because sometimes mm -hmm. characters are all out here yeah. and they're real crazy and real fun. Mm -hmm. um, I usually use this for when someone's presenting uh, on camera or they're giving an interview mm -hmm. or it's, it's something in a more professional corporate yeah. context. So the rule of the square is that there's a, a draw an imaginary square mm -hmm. on my chest that stretches down till at the bottom of my rib cage mm -hmm. to about 
right about here. Like your about your collarbone. About my collarbones yeah. down to my down to the bottom of my rib cage. Mm -hmm. That's where all of my hand movement takes place. Mm -hmm. Because for characters, when you're playing them, you communicate like you're a zany character, you're fun, you're mm -hmm. an energetic character. When you're in a corporate and professional sense, this communicates confidence. Mm. Hand motions that stay right here yeah. in the square. It's very solid. It's a it's a solid yeah. place to be because you you present yourself as more confident, as more um, expert in your field, and you're mm -hmm. not like trying to grab someone's attention all out mm -hmm. here. Like you, f it feels very disingenuous if I'm trying to present from all the way out here. Yeah. My body's really active. Head still. Keep your hands in the square mm -hmm. and just communicate earnestly and in a sense of confidence. Yeah. So that's that'd be the two big notes on presence that mm -hmm. I that I would try really to good. to advise people on. So another quick thing I want to talk about is um, actual like vocal presence. Mm. So the kind of not just the volume that we speak with, but also the tone that we're using, maybe even the speed, like getting into yeah. how to speak confidently instead of I, some people get on camera and they're like, hi, I am so and so and mm -hmm. we're doing this. Mm -hmm. Like how to have that vocal confidence. So vocal confidence begins by a confident breath, mm. filling your lungs and your diaphragm all the way down to your stomach with mm -hmm. air because airflow sends blood to all the all the yeah. extremities of your body. It sends blood to your brain. It sends blood down to the rest of your limbs and your mm -hmm. lungs. And, and when we stop breathing, we slow down blood flow. Yeah. And that's what keeps us from being confident and sure of what it is that we're saying, even mm. if we're just riffing. Yeah. A lot of improv is just breathing and saying yes to a situation. So yeah. if I asked somebody who'd never done improv before mm. to do improv, immediately they would clam up. They would, yeah. oh, I don't know. For someone who's been trained and is confident in the process, they just breathe and they answer questions mm -hmm. and they and they just riff. Yeah. And the art of riffing is just breathing and being able to respond in that moment, some of the funniest stuff doesn't even have to be, the other assumption is that people have to be funny to mm -hmm. do improv and you don't necessarily have to be funny, you just have to be honest. Mm -hmm. um, but breath would form the fundamentals of speaking confidently um, to camera and in just other situations yeah. in general. Um, I think the other facet of communicating confidently is being aware of what volume is required of you. Mm -hmm. A lot of people assume that they have to shout or to yell when they mm -hmm. have a microphone right in front of yeah. them and they don't. Mm -hmm. um, when you're shooting on a phone, obviously obviously it's more uh, complicated because sometimes you have to overcome audio issues yeah. and that kind of thing. But if you have a microphone that's on you, just speak mm -hmm. and let the technicians figure out how to get the appropriate auto yeah. audio levels. We always do there, an you know? audio check yeah. personally. Oh, yeah. If you're working with any professional film crew, they're going to do an audio, do audio check and just say like, hey, talk at your normal level. Um, so it begins with the breath um, and it begins with speaking intentionally and clearly, being aware of how loud you need to be. Mm -hmm. um, and then just begin empl employing um, regular speech techniques. Mm -hmm. So really solid diction. Yes. Being aware of the words that you are actually saying mm -hmm. um i've kind of by memorizing scripts which is why i kind of prefer memorizing over using a teleprompter mm. because when i memorize i've laid out the words for myself in my head mm -hmm. so that i know what words are coming up next yeah um and i'm not having to like read on the fly mm -hmm. some people like reading on the fly which is totally fine mm -hmm. but for me when i memorize words as I breathe and my brain remembers the words that are coming, I'm not focused on the words anymore. Yeah. Now we're getting really into the weeds yeah, of yeah. acting theory. Um, but when I breathe and I begin to just let my 
my brain knows the words. And so they're ju- they're going to come out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. That's when the rest of me starts to like just take over and I get to do cool things with the words. Yeah. And I can do interesting things with them. So really find what your style is, either using a teleprompter or mm-hmm. by memorizing the script. Um, just feel confident in the words themselves that they are going yeah. to carry you. And just focus on on saying the words in the right order when you're first getting started mm-hmm. in order to have the words down packed. The word that we like to use in the acting community is having the script cold, mm-hmm. um, meaning I could just lose all emotion and just go straight into like whatever script that I need to know. And my mm-hmm. brain will just rattle off the words and of those because the words themselves aren't important as we get down to the last thing mm-hmm. that I want to talk about. The words themselves are not as important as what you're trying to do to the audience. Yeah. Um, so there's a really awesome book that I read and a number of my um, acting friends read it too. It's called um, Actions, The Actor's Thesaurus. Um, and what it is, it's it's a, a dictionary of verbs. Mm-hmm. So some of the verbs that come out of there are like adore, relax, thank, grill, mm-hmm. uh, tease. Mm-hmm. It's all actions that you're doing to the audience with the words that you've been given. Yeah. And that's you're really layering, quote unquote, a performance at that point in time. Mm-hmm. But really, though, when you think about videos in and of themselves, the videos themselves are going to do these verbs to the audience. And a large part of that comes down to your presence and your ability to do yeah. those things to the audience when you present the information on camera. Mm-hmm. So I can tell someone that like this new drug is going to change lives. I could say that and I could say that in a way that sounds um, like just factual, like like you could factual, just do it yeah. informative. Like it does X, it does Y. Here are or the side effects. If I'm trying to compel someone, it's like this drug changes people's lives. Mm-hmm. I just made the word changes sound yeah. really changes. weird. Just changes. Uh, <laughs> that's another character I'm trying to play here. But yeah, I I try to find an action mm-hmm. for the script itself to say, okay. I've talked with the creative people mm-hmm. and the goal here is to do this with the video. How do I do that in my performance for these words? How do I tell this story in that way? Yeah. And those actions happen on a moment by moment on almost a line by line basis mm-hmm. for when I, I, I try my best to, to break down a script and, and make it happen. So those That's are awesome. the uh, the the acting tips I think I would I would prescribe initially. I think really good intro tips. Yeah, yeah. some initial intro tips to get people comfortable on camera. Yeah, and if you guys have more questions about acting tips, if you want to get more specific into really any of it, like yeah. Bryce loves these things, so. we will talk all day. Yes, I could spend. I could. <laughs> we, we're way over time, but I could talk way way longer about all this because this is this is what i do and i yeah, love doing it so, absolutely yeah. if you have questions on how to speak to the camera better how to interact with your audience better let us know we're more than happy to answer you on the fly or answer you in another podcast so once again this is the red fox podcast i'm Faye. i'm bryce and we'll see you next time